This podcast has been sponsored by the 2018 champion, Matt Albright. Radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. Scoop and your favorite hosts, Giuseppe. That's pretty terrible right there. And Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. With producer Tony. I will kill a man to improve my status. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. You're lacking professionalism on the microphone. Hey, fellas. I love the podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Fantasy Football Scoop and I am your host, Giuseppe, and with me for the last time in 2020 is Turtle. Turtle, how's it going, man? Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, of course. I Of course. I love Christmas. People don't like Christmas? Oh. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, this is... Uh, this year's an anomaly, <laughs> so yeah, I yeah, never no, assume that anything was the. <laughs> Just always assume Fine. everything sucks in twenty twenty. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I love Christmas. I every year, um, and especially now I got the little kids. It's it's even more fun. So, what was the hot gift yeah. uh, for the kiddos this year? Uh, the V Bucks gift card was the was the big one for the boy <laughs> you and bought uh, him virtual the... currency. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Dude, it's it's worth more than money. Apparently, that's for Fortnite. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. And then uh, my daughter got this big uh, twelve block LOL surprise thing. Just a million pieces, basically. Dude, I cannot believe how these kids love this LOL surprise stuff. My niece is like all over this thing. Still, she's. I don't know, eight or nine now, can and you, she still had it on her damn Christmas list. Can I'm you like, explain really? it to me? I've never heard of this. So what? What the fuck? Tony, is this? it's it's literally real life loot boxes. Yeah, it's they're just a little doll, blind bag things. Yeah, that you don't know what it is until uh, you you do something. It. So this the mechanism that I will never forget. This was either two or three years ago. It was in this big ass egg, Tony. And the egg was dissolved in water, and as it dissolved slowly, the doll like appeared. So it makes a mess everywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. The doll is like, you know, covered in water and everything like that. But the kids, like, they, they, they love it so much. So basically, it's like getting them ready for the loot box life, the gambling life. <laughs> yeah. It's that it, hit of dopamine. It's, it is. Yeah. yeah. We know all about that. Because there's that one yeah. chance that you're going to get the doll that, man, when we were kids, you just got the thing that you wanted. You wanted the Michelangelo. You got the Michelangelo. Now, can you imagine, Tony, RNG on oh, whether Jesus. you get the, the character? The Ninja you Turtle want? of your choice? Yeah. The fuck yeah. That, <laughs> no, that, that's bullshit. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable how how all the manufacturers are just continue to fuck the consumer over year like over year with things that have become you know like like the way they made it popular it's it's insane um so for the last time i will ask you the would you rather for uh the the day so let's say your favorite team makes the playoffs which didn't happen for you turtle and probably isn't going to happen for us would you rather they play on saturday or sunday of wildcard weekend Sunday for me. Yeah, Sunday just feels more like football. So yeah, if my I team's like, playing, I want to sit on on Sunday. I always gotta yeah, do see, shit on Saturday. Like I, I'm always busy on Saturdays. Like Sunday, I like people know not to fuck with me on Sundays because my life consumes football on Sundays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. I was struggling really hard with this question because I originally thought exactly like you, Tony, that it's like you know it's it's supposed to be on Sunday. It feels better from just like a, a tradition standpoint. But the reason why I'm thinking I'm picking Saturday is like, again, like the, the world like is shit now, but like think of it in a different way. Think of it in a different, like in a not so distant future, hopefully, where your team wins on Saturday night. Dude, you could, you could actually like go out and celebrate it. If they win on Sunday, 
you got work the next day. <laughs> You're going to be happy for like, you know, 30 minutes. You can even drink at home if you wanted to, because it's going to fuck with your sleep schedule for the next day, potentially. You, make, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that's why I feel like I, I, I originally I thought the same thing. I'm like, it's got to be Sunday. But then I'm like, you know what? I get it. Like, yeah, it's a pain in the ass because typically on Saturdays you're going out. But the NFL has made us a habit. We've had Saturday games now for almost a month. So by the time you get to the playoffs, it's not like this is a surprise or you already haven't, like, backed out your calendar for it. So, but yeah, that's that was the thinking there. But, yeah, thank you very much, guys, for, you know, uh, your opinions. And speaking of opinions and thoughts, uh, before we kind of go into the the rumble and then – the you know the different uh, the third place in the championship game. Uh, I'd like to go to the emails if possible, Tony. There's a letter in your mailbox. All right, and our first email comes to us from Kowalski. I know you guys were probably thinking I was going to say Micah, but no, it's Kowalski. Subject line is "Hey Slime Time." He says, "I'm picking up the Jaguars quarterback." I'll consider <laughs> trading for a fourth round pick. Hashtag chess. Hashtag checkers. Hashtag that Italian card game with the chicken. Yeah, he that was his reasoning, right? For dropping Tua because he was going to pick up and keep the Jets quarterback. Correct. Which because he, never he did. said the Jets are winless. They're going to they're going to take uh, they're going to have the number one pick. They're going to take Lawrence and that's a potential keeper. Mind you, this is the same guy who said he was going to keep a kicker who missed the kick last week from like 30-something yards that would have had Atlanta beat. Uh, I don't even remember who their opponent was off was the Kansas top of my City. head. It was Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City. There yeah, you go. Yeah. So they could have easily beaten Kansas City, <laughs> which is would have been like a, a huge surprise, except it's Atlanta, and they find ways to lose. So even the best kicker statistically this year ends up fucking up at the end. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Prime time. Also, another wrench in this plan is the Jets have won two in a row, and yep. now the Jaguars are in prime position to draft Trevor Lawrence. So it's no- locked in. It's it's oh, done. It's done? Like done deal. Yeah, it's locked and loaded based on tiebreakers and things wow. like that. Jacksonville's locked into the first pick. So go ahead and pick up the Jags quarterback. Then I guess that's the, that's the angle here. Yep, absolutely. If that's what you want to do. So thank you very much for the email, Kowalski. Uh, next email comes to us from Micah. Draft lottery is the subject line. And his email states, I propose a prompt draft lottery. <laughs> it will allow us to mock draft the shit out of the next nine months with a greater degree of certainty, not having to guess the order. <laughs> Giuseppe can also present Worm with his fourth place certificate. New Year's Eve. It will be a better show than whatever the networks are presenting. Tell Worm to wear his singlet. <laughs> well, you two, you two bozos are in the lottery, so you exactly. guys, you guys, you guys can talk I, about this. I'm, 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 I have other uh, uh, interests. Well, that's the other thing too. Is like, I know I've been pulling the stuff, but like, is anybody gonna have a problem in the league? Even though, what time? First of all, Ashley always pulls it, so let me let me back up there. But even so, like, are people gonna have a problem if, since I'm actually in the lottery this year, anything's gonna happen? I don't know, Turtle. What do you think? You're also in the lottery, so are you asking if I think your credibility is that that you can pull it early? Oh no, 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 no. That like I I would do something funny if I continued to to do it. Um. No, uh, like if, if I like, for example, like we're in the lottery, right? So would I potentially like ask Worm, since he's the co-commissioner, to do his own like a video of the pulling the numbers, so that way it's like, oh, it's pure because I'm not pulling it in any capacity, and I'm not. I got a I'm better idea. No, I don't think that's like any sort of question. I, I go ahead, you can pull it. Out. I, mean, tell <laughs> I got a better idea. Just I don't so. need a video, like. <laughs> Yeah, if you're gonna scam me on a two hundred dollar fantasy football league, well, not only I mean, that, like honestly, Turtle, if I've got the number one pick, I don't there. even know which one of the three running backs I take because it's gonna be a combination of Kamara, McCaffrey, and Cook that go in the first three. Like, hey, this is the year to be in it. Congrats! Right? Like, who? Like, at the, at the end of the day, like. Like, do you even know which one is the right move to make? Like, it, on paper, no. it's probably McCaffrey, but he missed 12 weeks this year, right? So, okay, well, maybe Cook. Well, it's like, oh, okay, Cook had, a, like, actually played almost the entire season, but he was banged up half the time. Like, is he going to be dirt? Like, I don't know. Like, I can make an argument for 
all three of these guys. Look, Kamara had six freaking touchdowns last week. You know, I'm happy with that. I don't care. Yeah. So it's, Congrats to me. Woo. All right. What's your idea, Tony? If you say a uh, random number generator from the computer, no, I'm gonna, no, like, no, no, no. End the podcast. I say you get you get together with Worm. You hand him his certificate. You put all you put all the ping pong balls in the hat or whatever you do, and you have Worm's baby pull them out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like we, these are uh, COVID times, my friend. I would not. <laughs> That's true. Want to be anywhere like uh, I've seen baby. the baby a couple of times. You know, since you know, you know, it was born. But at the same time, it's like at a distance and everything like that. No, like sure. physical, you know, touching. So, I mean, under other circumstances, sure. But also, the baby wouldn't even understand to pull a piece of paper. It's like three months old. I don't think they know how to do that. Dude, yet. babies love to grab stuff and like chew on it, don't they? <laughs> Turtle, don't you got a couple of those? Don't you know? Yeah, what age do they actually start like being able to like grab an object? <laughs> oh, it all blurred. <laughs> it did. And it's just like my boy, he just turned six, and it's like, what the fuck? Hey, you're Jeez, buying him V Bucks for Christmas. Unfucking yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Jump, I, don't, I don't really bill. care. Jump shoot bid. You yeah. losers can figure out the lottery stuff. It doesn't really apply to me. As we'll, maybe we'll I'll do out. it earlier. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll I'll have to figure it out. But. Thank you very much for the email, Micah, and all the rest of them this year. Yeah, you made it the whole season. You didn't, you didn't, uh, you know, short us at the end like I thought you were going to do. So, GG, Micah. Yeah, he he definitely did it. So, final email comes to us from Primetime. And as always, it comes flagged as a phishing email from Google, which is hilarious because <laughs> it's coming from a Google account, but whatever. He says, hello, gentlemen. Firstly, I'd like to apologize for not sending an email all season. However, I sent numerous tweets, had appearances on the pod, and even sent an eggnog video. Eh, That's cheating. He sent it to a different podcast that Tony produces, so he was able to procure it, but whatever. Secondly, I, quote, like to let you know that I, quote, like my, quote, winnings rolled over to, quote, next season. Okay, thank you for that. Thirdly, I'd like to answer the topics our honorable commissioner took the time to create. Giuseppe's tireless efforts have not fallen on deaf ears. Lastly, I'd like to congratulate producer Tony on achieving what was once thought to be unachievable, winning a third fantasy football championship. You fought like a true Klingon warrior with honor. Enjoy the rarefied air at the top of the mountain. So his answers to the email, or I'm sorry, the message board uh, thing that I put for the first time, somebody's actually answered the questions this year. So any confidence that the Bears actually beat Green Bay to get in the playoffs? He says, not only my conflict with the beloved will con- concur, I think he meant conquer. but he's- He spelled it like concur? C-O-N-C-U-R is still concur from where I come from. Yeah. The Packers of Green Bay. But the Bears will also defeat the Saints in the playoffs, which will be looked upon mild upset okay uh the next part of it uh will you be staying up until midnight on new year's eve not even if i was paid to was his answer uh then finally the the day he goes sunday is preferable for the the day of the week so he's with you guys i'm I'm a lone wolf thank you very much prime time and he did allude to something so let me bring it up and regarding the winning so i posted on the message board earlier today a a summary of my Excel document. Tony, I think, has seen it before, but essentially I keep a pretty detailed Excel document that has the weekly payouts by week, the team who won it, the player who won it during that week, and then it all totals it up at the end. Then I have like a column for the Rumble, then I have it for playoff winnings. Long story short, it's a way of creating checks and balances so that way we end up at the original dollar amount at the end of the year of $2,280 once the... Uh, message or I'm sorry, the the RT sports fees and stuff are deducted. So all that to say, you guys have some of you have some money coming to you. Others don't. Generally speaking, you know, if it's like 20 bucks or less, I just I uh, I just uh, roll it over. But there's some some other some dollar amounts that are more than that. So I'll I'll leave it to you guys to decide. Uh, I, I'll, ideally on Friday, I'll send everything through to people because I'm assuming by then I'll, I'll probably have all of the responses. I've already had some come through. I've like Kowalski, Tony. Roll over, please. You Okay, Turtle just said roll over. Okay, okay so it looks like a lot of people are, are going the roll over route, which is 
which is nice. It makes things easier for, for me from an accounting standpoint, and it helps you guys out when it comes to starting off next year. So yeah, just uh, take a look at that. I also sent in an email. Um, reminder, make sure your email that's on your team profile for RT Sports is up to date. Two reasons. One, I don't want to send it to an email address that you probably either one doesn't work anymore or two is like one that you don't use for, let's say, less important things. So like not your main or whatever. And two, sometimes other owners want to get a hold of you for things like trades or stuff like that. So having that up to date, if they don't have your phone number, is kind of important. So just take a quick look at that, you know, and, you know, just just verify it. So that way, going in next year, you make sure you get a hold of everything. So thank you very much, everybody, for the emails. You know, obviously, a special shout out to Micah, MVP this year, emailed every week, was on the podcast multiple times. You know, honorable mention of Prime Time, he was definitely on the podcast and and did his share as well. But, you know, Micah was a a weekly contributor and it it made things so much better and so much easier. So thank you very much, Micah. Thank you very much, Tori Hanson. All right. So here we go. We had the the final week of the fantasy football season. And let's start with the Rumble. And my God. How many participants? We had seven participants okay. in the Rumble, which is pretty good. Yep. <laughs> Ten is the max. So that's that's pretty damn good. Man, oh, man. <laughs> the first uh, games. Day. It was Friday. It was Christmas Day. It was Friday. Yep. <laughs> And Alvin fucking Kamara, 50 points for Mike, six touchdowns, Uh, I don't know, like Mike won the rumble, (laughs) and like obviously like he, he got a huge, huge, huge jump start, you know, right there and then, and then the other thing about it was the next day, Right? Was it the next day on Saturday when Tampa played Detroit? I think that was the first yeah. game of that triple header. Yeah. He got 31 out of Mike Evans. <laughs> so he had 81 when it's after his first two guys played. <laughs> That's getting it done, man. I, I am very, very happy that he did not make the playoffs. Let's just say that. Let's just say that right now. Uh, he had a great team all year, and uh, his guys really just fucking exploded this this last week here. Uh, and, and, you know, like he still got 18 out of Deontay Johnson. I mean, that's a great, that's a great week, but it's like the third best score on his team this week, which is crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, 130 points, massive number. I almost had a chance. I, I put up 113. My, my biggest, uh, loser was the Houston Texans defense who got me a negative two. They couldn't even get a freaking sack against Cincinnati and I think Ryan Finley or whatever. But overall, I mean, my team pr- produced some some pretty across the board, very even even scoring there. Uh, I almost I didn't do the math. I think I still would have lost, but my after so I picked up Rashard Higgins who then got COVID. Well, not he didn't get it. Like somebody on Cleveland did yeah. and they had to like not allow any of their wide receivers to play because of it. Yeah, four of them. Um, I think there was four of them before the game that had contact tracing with COVID, and they they all could not play. Like, Cleveland had zero wide receivers. Yeah, so at that point, I'm like, all right, well, so I picked up Noah Fant, but I was really thinking hard because last week I actually talked about it when we were talking about Amari Cooper, but that Michael Gallup actually led Dallas in targets since Dalton has come back. And so I thought about picking up Michael Gallup, and I'm like, eh, no. And then I saw on Saturday or Sunday that Deshaun Jackson got activated. I'm like, oh, my God, that'd be a nice Hail Mary, right? <laughs> but uh, I, I just thought, like, ah, you know what? I'll put in Noah Fant. Like, at this point, like, Mike put up so many points that there's no way that anybody's going to catch him anyway. And, uh, I, you know, I got closer than I thought I would. I, I ended up being short of his score by 17, and Kowalski finished third in the the Rumble at 109. So, Congrats to Mike. He won himself 70 bucks. Hell yeah. That's awesome. So I'm glad to see somebody from the division uh, got something done there. Finally, or I'm sorry, next we move into the third place game, which was Worms Team Taylor against uh, K-Wall's Washington Cracka-Ass Crackas. Um, it was close, but the hard part for Worm is that he didn't get any, he didn't get a special performance out of Tyreek Hill. 
we, we kind of talked about that game against Atlanta for Kansas City that, you know, Atlanta did not, like, they performed well defensively and they held, held Mahomes in check, but that really hurt Worm. Tua was his highest scoring player, which he got 18, which was a combination of Tua and Fitzpatrick. I know, Tony, you were, we were watching the game yeah. as well as I was, and we were kind of talking about it. You are, you were happy when they brought in Fitzpatrick, right? Oh, it was 100% the right move. If you watch that game, uh, Tua was not interested in throwing uh, like a receive, like a like a pass more than like three yards. He was just checking it down to uh, tight ends uh, and running backs. And then uh, as soon as Fitzpatrick gets in the game, he fucking nails like a thirty yard pass or something like that. So I, I was happy to see that the coach was watching the same game that I was watching. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe two is hurt. Maybe he's just mentally not there yet. But. Uh, that that's exactly what that team needed, and they won the game because of it. Yeah, it was, and that the ending of that game was absolutely crazy. So the Raiders had a chance to score a touchdown or kick the field goal oh, to we'll, take the we'll lead. We'll get to right? that in the next game. <laughs> uh, oh, we're not going to talk about it here. Okay. No. Uh, then these peasants are not worthy. Yeah, I guess not. I didn't know that uh, people had dolphins slash. Uh, uh, Vegas players in the next game, but I digress. Uh, we played Zach Moss to the dismay of all of us. Jonathan Taylor put up more points, but in the end, it wouldn't have mattered because Kowalski got the the big dick stack between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. 26 from Rodgers, 34 from Adams. Those two guys combined for, I think, uh, almost enough to beat Worm on their own. So... Couple that with Gio Bernard's 13, Cooper Cup put up 10, uh, Waller 9. Just, you know, some sprinkling of points here and there adds up to 109 for Kowalski and gets himself the third place certificate. And this I could have predicted from a mile away, right? The Green Bay has a bad game one week. What happens the very next week, right? They go nuts. It was snow. Can we talk about that in this game? Because I don't think oh, anybody yeah. has uh, tennis. Uh, no, I, I guess. <laughs> Do you There's not people know on the Pee-wee's other game roster? too. Fucking hell. Obviously not. All right. Either way, Green Bay had a huge game. <laughs> we'll talk about it more in the next matchup. <laughs> and uh, and it helped it helped uh, Kowalski a ton. I mean, no other way of, of saying it. Absolutely. So, Congratulations, Kowalski. Welcome back to fantasy football. Yeah, so a uh, pretty successful return year for him. He gets the wild card plus the third place. So he made more than his money back, especially with weeklies. So uh, he's in, and he has indicated for me to roll over the money, which means he is playing next year. He's back. So, oh, he's hooked now. Yeah, he we he's, we, we he's got him hooked. back on the juice. Yeah. So there you go. All right, now we move into the championship game, the one <laughs> that we need to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so this was me versus Pee Wee. Um, I started off on it. I had a Friday player. I had Dalvin Cook, and the first. The first possession, they run down and Dalvin Cook scores a touchdown. I think he had nine points after that first possession. And then, like, he went on the back of a milk carton, apparently. Uh, Alvin Kamara just kept scoring touchdowns, and the Vikings couldn't do a goddamn thing uh, running the ball. So he only he only gets me 13, which is which is good. It's not it's not it's not a dud. It's like it's like an average game for him, which is great. And then Saturday hits. Uh, I get like a nothing game out of DeAndre Swift. He had an early fumble. He ends up with six points. So again, not terrible, but not great, right? And then uh, I start getting some luck here. Uh, he has the Arizona Cardinals quarterback, and for I didn't watch it, but for some weird reason, they only he only puts up five points. No touchdowns. He didn't really. Ha- um, have much uh, success throwing the ball, not even 300 yards. It seems like it was a, a defensive struggle. Did anybody watch this game, Arizona and San Francisco? Yeah, I had it on. It was uh, one of the games, I think, that was local by me. And absolutely, Robert Salah is going to get a job as soon as the season ends. And I think the last like two, three weeks, he's definitely stepped it up from a, a defensive standpoint with uh, the 49ers. I think he wants to end on one of those uh, high notes so that way people – Yeah people will uh, definitely give him because I think last year he was a, uh, he got a couple of interviews, but nothing concrete. And I think this year there's a, there's a bigger market 
and I think he wants to make sure that he he gets picked. And yeah, they they played great defense that game. They, Kyler yeah. Murray, you know, normally he can he can do a lot, and he ran the ball like he had eight for seventy five. So it's not like he was, but he was contained a lot more than than usual. They they did a pretty good job with DeAndre Hopkins as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, the great performance out of their defense. That's the only really way of uh, putting it. Yeah. So I was up like. 19 to 5 after Saturday after the the four games or whatever happened there. So I'm I'm feeling good. You know, like his quarterback just laid a brick. I'm feeling great actually. And then the noon games come around and uh David Johnson has a monster. Uh 23 points, two touchdowns. And uh I think the only player I had at noon was Russell Gage who didn't do jack squat. He only had four points. So I think I was actually chasing points at this at this time. Uh, and that's when I did something really stupid. <laughs> so I, uh, I was going to roll into Monday night with, uh, so let's just say, paint the scene here. I'm losing, I'm losing. His guy just had a huge game. My guys have done pretty much nothing. If you look at my scores, there's, there's nothing really popping out here. So, and I was talking with turtle turtle. Do you remember our conversation on Friday? I think it was. <laughs> We're uh, we're talking about you know possible things I could do in my lineup, and I think we both agreed that Jalen Hurts was the hail mary, risk it all kind of play. Do you remember this? <laughs> did we, did we lose you? <laughs> did you fall asleep? He might have fallen asleep. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, we both agreed that, uh, hello. There, there, he, there is. he is. Oh my God. I must, the, I have the cord wrapped. I'm really high. The cord <laughs> wrapped around my mic and it touched the button on top of this, uh, blue ice thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, the meat button. Okay. It was flat. Yeah. All right. Well, do you remember our conversation? Yes, I remember the conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. I'm sitting here talking and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I was looking um, through rankings and like Josh Allen was like number three and Jalen Hurts was number four. So like they were they were they were pretty close in rankings, and uh, Hertz had been on fire. He's been rushing the ball like crazy. He's getting Deshaun Jackson back, and Dallas has a terrible defense. So I'm thinking, if I need a miracle, if I need like 20, 25 points, I th- I think Hertz might have the better option to get that because uh, I was terrified of Bill Belichick like just fucking me over totally with Josh Allen playing the Patriots. So it's like, I don't know, 3.12 in the afternoon, and uh, the Eagles play at like 3.15. And I'm just like, I'm weighing between the two. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I, I noticed that, okay, he's got two wide receivers left. Um, I'm chasing points. Nothing's going on on my team. So I just did it. Uh, I, I did the big ball, big balls move. And uh, it didn't. It, it started off great. Like uh, he hit an 80-yard touchdown to Deshaun Jackson, as we mentioned. Uh, so I'm feeling great. Like I'm like, oh yeah, I made the right decision. He's gonna have a huge game. And then he didn't did do nothing after that. <laughs> he only scored 10 points. He had a couple interceptions and a fumble. And I'm like downtrodden. Like before that Sunday night game, because like I I, I feel like I just fucked up majorly. I just you know ruined my chances. I was chasing points, and he's got two wide receivers left. So I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I see the weather. We could talk about the weather now, Giuseppe, in this game. Yay. Also, like, uh, the the Bills thing with Josh Allen. I said it, like, a million times over that that was not the right decision before it happened, but it's fine. We can talk about that when we get to that game, yeah, too. we'll but. get to that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you, you were telling me not to do it because I, I think I was, I was talking – to you like i was possibly gonna do it and you were like no don't do Uh it but anyway uh i did it anyway and i got 10 points and i was very depressed at this point in in, uh on sunday and then uh you know there's a fucking blizzard in green bay and he's playing two wide receivers so i'm like you know what there's a chance that they they might have dud games and they both did he got zero from Corey davis he got five from aj brown so I think I'm chasing 14 points at this point and with only one player left in Stefan Diggs. Uh, I didn't watch any of this game because I, I didn't want to like, like watch more misery in my life. So like 
What happened with Tennessee? I know, obviously, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers like had a killer day throwing the ball in a blizzard, but like, what was going on with Tennessee? They, you didn't watch? Oh, it no. was it was like on paper, like a really good game, but it was not in reality. Um, nobody knew how to like. Okay, the way I would describe it is like this: they were more Tennessee played. Like they were worried more about the weather conditions than what the weather conditions were, if that makes any sense. So they played super conservative. They uh, were worried about slipping and falling, like all that kind of stuff. But like the weather wasn't that bad. The it had stopped snowing for the most part. The field had some. I would say like snow on it or whatever, but it wasn't like accumulating or anything like that. It was just like a very thin layer that you would just see. And so it took them basically a half to figure it out. And then at that point, like it was already over. So yeah, they, they put up a couple of touchdowns, but it was too little too late. So that, that, that was it. Like Tennessee just, they, they, they sucked. Like there's no other way of, of putting it. They, they had nothing going on for them in any capacity. At all. Derrick Henry was nothing, like anything yeah. like that. It was bad. Which was very, very fortunate for me. Uh, if if those two guys like had average games, I'm probably chasing a, a much bigger number than 14. But let's just set the stage. We're going into Monday night football. I am chasing 14 points, and I have Stefan Diggs left. And, of course, he averages like 14 points. But the whole week... The the boogeyman that is Bill Belichick's been in my my head like he has permanent he he doesn't even pay rent he's got his own space in my head <laughs> because Bill Bill Belichick loves to do what he he loves to take away the best offensive thing on the other team so you can't do that and obviously when it counts okay that's the part of the sentence that is very important well when it counts here's the thing Giuseppe how many games has Bill Belichick played that haven't counted in the past like 20 years. I mean, he, Oh, like none. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like there's, there's no real precedent for this. And as far as I'm concerned, but here's the other kicker. Stefan Gilmore was hurt. He did not play in this game. He is their number one shutdown cornerback. So that might've uh, made it a little bit easier for Stefan Diggs. Regardless, I benched Josh Allen worried about the bill Belichick thing. And uh, I needed 14 points. Stefan Diggs had 13 points in the first half. He caught a touchdown. And then the second half, he just really poured it on. Uh, two more touchdowns. He ends the day with 35 points. And uh, I win the championship. Yeah. I mean, ma- monster game for Buffalo. Again, New England had uh, nothing to play for. They had been eliminated the week prior. There were people speculating, Tony. I don't know if you you had paid attention at that point because you probably shut off football that Jared Stidham was going to start for new England. Okay. Like he's like, because yeah, the backup guy, because they're like, Oh, this is the guy that they were intending on starting all along until they got cam Newton for like nickels. Right. (laughs) And it's at that point, it's like, you, you know what you got in cam. You, You don't know what you got in this kid. You got two weeks to at least give him a trial run to see what happens. Right. So there, there was a lot of talk about that. And then he, I think he ended up coming in, in this, at halftime. But either way, like, I, Belichick can be pissed and everything else because it's a division rival. But at the end of the day, it's better for him to lose. They, you know, their defense is, is, is good, but it's not what it used to be because three of their big guys sat out this year because of COVID. They were like, I'm not coming. I'm not playing this year because of COVID. <laughs> yeah. So like he was, he's already been playing behind the eight ball with his defense for that part. Then you mentioned it, the Gilmore piece. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, there were like, there, there was nothing really going on for the Patriots and it absolutely showed they got shellacked. They didn't, I mean, they didn't care. <laughs> like that that's that's the only only way of describing it. But yeah, Stefan Diggs totally saved my ass. If you look at my scores, they are very pedestrian. Um nothing really happening, nothing no big games. Just like nickels and dimes here and there. But 35 points, man. Uh I I think I convinced myself that I'm probably going to keep him Stefan Diggs this year. So I mean, it- it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, Turtle. Like, what do you think? I mean, <laughs> what's the other options? 
I don't know who you kept last year. Uh, I oh, kept it's one of the kids yeah, at I, running back, right? It, it's the Swift Gibson combo, right? Yeah, Swift Gibson, Diggs, and Michael Thomas. I guess those are my four. I guess Josh Allen too, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, so it's I would yeah Diggs, Michael Thomas, Josh Allen. We'll talk about that in the mock draft preview. But yes, I have won my third um, fantasy football championship. I'm now only chasing Giuseppe in terms of the number of championships with four. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm right on your heels, buddy. You got two guys in the balls, Mahoney with three. Are you sweating a little bit? Not at all. I'm not worried in one in the least. Uh, Tony before the podcast started was talking about some information on the archive. Like he, he almost broke the record for points scored this season. And, uh, he mentioned something about like the, the championship, like, owner or team not being listed or whatever so i went to the archive tab i made some updates and i i made i made some notes pretty interesting so in this decade as it's coming to an end and we move to the um 2021 there are only two championships that were won not by someone in the shula division and that was tony so for the decade the shula was eight and two (laughs) in championships so that's, that's pretty good. It's a pretty good run. That's, that's pretty impressive, number one. Number two, Primetime's been nipping at my heels for as long as I can remember. I don't know. He he, he last won the title in, I think, 29 or 2010. So it's been a it's been a long time. But to tell you, like, he's he's definitely been, you know, been that guy. He's been, the, oh, I'm going to get to four before anybody else. You know, I, I've heard this song <laughs> and dance before. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you mentioned the points thing. I was six to 16 points short of... Uh, breaking the overall points record held by Wee, by the way. Uh, so I came up number two. Um, but yeah, this I think this is going to be a return to dominance here for the Balls Mahoney Turtle. You know, we're gonna start we're gonna start the new year off with a championship, and I think uh, I think we're gonna run the table here in the uh, the twenty twenty teens here. What do you think? I I got crushed all year, so I mean I I can't really speak to this, but. Y- the rest of the division just crushed. I mean, we would have had three in the wild card before any other team. You know, it was I. I in fourth place had more points than anyone in Worms division. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> no, it is. It's it's factual. I had more points this year than anyone in Worms division. Um. So yeah, of course we're we're already on the uptrend here. Uh, we're we're busting into a, a new decade. So uh, you'll see us. Yeah, I mean, you guys are really great at accumulating points and stuff in the regular season, but as soon as the playoffs kind hit, you guys just shit the bed. It's 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 remarkable. Like honestly, I've I've never seen such a such a trend, but it, there we are, and there it is. But um, either way, Tony, congratulations. Three is not a small feat. You know, we've been doing this since uh, what is it, two thousand three. That's a long I fucking think. time. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, you know, while that, you know, that that's, you know, a lot of years, 17 to be precise, you know, three of them is uh, in, in that group is is not, like I said, it's it's definitely an accomplishment. You're looking at, you know, almost, you know, 20% of the, the championship. So that's that's definitely something to 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 be proud of. And as much as this year is an asterisk year, it's also probably the most difficult in order to keep consistency. And for you to finish with the best record in the league and win the championship, you know, it means that you did, you know, you, you made the right decisions as the season went on. You, you know, you, you traded away Cooper Cup early on for Antonio Gibson, and that really paid off for you. There was an, a nice stretch yeah. Where he he was putting up you know really good points for you and was a really good compliment to D- Dalvin Cook. You know you were able to make you know some other modifications to to offset what Michael Thomas was, which was a huge nothing. disappointment this yeah, year. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, look at the end of the day, everybody has like has that right. Every team has a a dud based on either injuries or just the situation. 
the the biggest thing was you lucked into Josh Allen because literally every other quarterback was taken except for him. Well, I, so, I drafted a kicker before I drafted Josh Allen. Remember, yeah. don't forget that. Uh, but no, I, I, I always liked him. Like he was my best option because everybody else was gone. So if anything, you guys are all fucking idiots for passing on him. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like like you, you, things sometimes things cannot be predicted and. Josh Allen is uh, definitely one of them finishing, you know, as a top three quarterback and then Stefan Diggs finishing as the number three wide receiver. You know, those, those two big surprises really, really helped boost your season, right? Cause you were thinking, okay, Michael Thomas and Keaton Allen, yeah. I know what I got from them. Dalvin cook, you know, he's, he's great. You know, you are, you had a foundation there and then, you know, obviously everything was boosted when, when you saw what happened between those, those other guys. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like we say it all the time and it's something to live by. You're, you'd rather be lucky than good when it comes to fantasy. And if you are fortunate enough to have things go your way in that regard, you know, minimal injuries, you know, apart from, you know, Michael Thomas and, you know, coupled with some guys who are really big surprises, like that's great. I mean, that's, that's what you want. I mean, Mike almost had it too, but you know, he, uh, it was just too much for him to overcome with, with some of his big, like he took most start pretty early and he barely played this year. And it was nice, you know, to have James Robinson as a, you know, a nice find that he picked up, but you know, it, it wasn't enough because yeah. there, there's just enough of those things that happened throughout the year that, you know, wasn't able to to do it and, and get to the championship. And, you know, if you would have, then obviously, you know, we'd be talking about a different conversation here. So that's why it's, it's huge. Like you got to be able to roll with the punches when you, you can and mitigate injuries as much as you can. Cause same thing with primetime, right? Early on, he was rolling. Yeah. And then no, nothing McCaffrey. was really like, he had no problems. And then McCaffrey got hurt and didn't play like basically the rest of the season. And then Drew Brees got hurt. Um, so yeah, he, again, it's just, you never know what's going to happen. You need a couple I mean, bounces that, that's, here and there. That's, that's for yeah. sure. And, uh, 2020 did not, was not short on weird, weird curveballs. Uh, we had fucking, we had a game on literally every day of the week this season for the first time in the NFL's history. Uh, we had several players go on uh, COVID IR throughout the season. We had entire positions taken away, quarterbacks, wide receivers. Uh, it's it's truly has been a terrible fucking year to own a, a fantasy football team. Uh, there's so many things going against you. You got, not only you got the COVID shit, but you have regular injuries, which is, which there has been plenty of this season for, for high profile players. We just named a couple of them. Boy, I'm kind of glad it's over. The season has been a chore guys. What do you think? I agree. Thank fucking God. <laughs> Yes, I'm yeah. tired of doing waiver wires and shit like that. I, I just, for seven teams, it's too much. Yeah, me too. Like, honestly, this is, I, I've been saying it all year, and, you know, the outcome of this Super Bowl or this season doesn't change it, and it wouldn't have. Like, trust me, even if I would have been successful, I still would have felt the same way. This is a year that we definitely should not have played. It was shitty. It was like... Uh, the ultimate struggle to just uh, maintain sanity with all the stuff that was going on between, I mean, literally like name it schedule changes, playing games on days that don't normally have them changing the waiver wire in order to accommodate things like that, adding in an IR slot for COVID, like all of this stuff that happened was just yeah exhausting. Like it was absolutely exhausting. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled that it's over. Uh, I, you know, I wish I could say that I've enjoyed football to the same degree as I had in other years, but I absolutely have not this year. <laughs> and uh, I, I am kind of happy that COVID mania is going to be on that trophy to commemorate what a terrible year this was. As soon as the, you know, um, we start getting into next season, this, this team name will be retired. Hopefully the world is in much better shape for 2021. Uh, 
any any like closing thoughts for the years guys oh, so i got one quick thing before we get to that tony now i know we talked about it in the previous podcast that since you and Pee Wee were both playing each oh, other yes uh like in you know we we talked about like potential things like you know um the loser goes pick up the trophy you know th- th- that sort of thing yes did you guys have a chance to talk and figure out if something is going to happen and if there is can you kind of uh yes let us know thank you for reminding me i i totally would have blasted through it but uh yes uh i proposed uh that the loser has to or no you proposed it giuseppe the loser has to go pick up the trophy from matt's house uh if you don't know me and Pee Wee live in uh <laughs> i guess southwest suburbs <laughs> uh and <clears throat> very far away from matt probably about 45 minutes to an hour um so Wee agreed to do that so he will be going to get the trophy this sunday from what i understand and not only him chris mclean is also going with him to pick up the trophy but here's the <laughs> here's the best part Wee has to go pick up mclean who lives in joliet oh god then drive to roselle and then drive the trophy back to my house and then uh then drop chris drive off. him yeah. to joliet yes, again yes <laughs> God, at least make Katie go to like at your house to pick him up. Oh my I, god, he, this is his problem to solve. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that was the first part that he agreed to, and then the second part was, I hope to make this a yearly tradition in this league. It's probably unfeasible due to the how everybody's stre- stretched out across the country, but since Pee Wee and I are literally a stone's throw away, uh, I am going to do a victory parade in front of his house so he has to stand outside he has to watch me do my parade he has to film it and it will be uh put on twitter and i'll put it on the message board here so everybody can see it uh you know it doesn't cost anything it's it's a good it's a cool like you know little little side bet it's it you know it's just a little shame and hilarious hilariousness to uh to kind of salt the wound a little bit more so i don't know if it's gonna be a, a yearly thing but I'm, i want to do it this year since i won <laughs> so look out for that maybe next week we'll have the video um we're, we're planning the weather's really shitty here so it's got to be obviously not snowing and like not freezing balls so we'll see how that goes but we, we will make that happen and uh <laughs> i will enjoy every minute of it I'm I'm very happy to hear that you guys are doing something one and two. That I, I think that this year like is is the most fitting for the thing that I proposed. I mean, people are getting food delivered to their house, groceries delivered to their house, uh, loaner vehicles delivered to their house. Why not a trophy delivery in these days in these uh, times right now? So I'm very happy to to hear that one. That 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 makes me uh, feel good. So. <laughs> Me too. Um, yeah, because I don't have to drive, so it feels great for me. Yes. Um, yeah, that's awesome. All right, cool. Um, well, yeah, that that's that, that. I wanted to make sure that we we definitely talked about that, and uh, now I think we can go into the closing closing thoughts here. So I don't know. What about you? Let's. Why don't we start with Turtle? How about how about you? Put you on the spot to see if you've got anything that uh, you want to say as we we close everything out. No, I'm just glad everybody's still here and healthy and happy. Um, The season sucked. I'm glad it's over. (laughs) I will see you next year. All right. Sounds good. Um, Tony, you want to go next? Yeah, I think we had a pretty good year in terms of the league, right? We had a lot of engagement uh, from from the league with the podcast. Uh, We had had an interesting side bet with uh, Turtle and BDI. Uh, Um, we we did not unfortunately get any promos from Santino, which 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 hurts my heart very deeply. Um, but I think it was a good year for the league. Not you know they, they 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 did play all the games. I guess is is that's a good thing. But sometimes they were in inopportune times where you had to like change the rules and shit. But we got it done. Um, it it can't get any worse than this year, guys. I don't think so. Uh, here's hoping that 2021 is much better in terms of quality of play, uh, timeliness of play, and uh, hopefully there's nothing ever like this that happens in our lifetimes again. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, I definitely will will echo the sentiment. I mean, it was a, it was a crazy year. The NFL was able to do something that I would venture a guess that nobody in the league really believed would happen. No, every single game. I mean, we're in week 17, so I guess there's still an opportunity for it to not happen. But every single game that was scheduled got played one way or another. They didn't have to add an extra week. It was it was all done within the the confines of the planned season. So in that regard, the NFL w- was, you know, was able to to accomplish their their primary objective. Beyond that, and for the league, I want to wish I want to give everybody like a, a sincere thank you. Um, I was incredibly worried about going into this year because. And again, we're all adults, and I'm very happy that that's the case. But you never know sometimes how people will react and respond to things when it comes to adversity and unknown. We went into the season with minimal direction as to what was going to happen, how it was going to work out. You know, we talked about it as much as we could at the draft, and for no no excuse or no reason you know like or i guess no blame to anyone but like we were all kind of like in silence about it because nobody really knew how to properly account for everything right so at the end of the day you know we did what we what we needed to we you know we went forward and my biggest fear the entire time was like i am in the middle of a lot of life changes and i cannot navigate a bunch of crap that will come up based on you know league ridiculousness and i'm like the last thing i want to deal with is that so that was my biggest fear going into this because i couldn't give a shit if they canceled the league i would have gladly given everybody their fucking money and and not have to think about it but what i didn't want to deal with was drama and headaches and stuff like that and none of that happened so I really, really, really want to thank you guys because you don't understand how much that means to me because, you know, a lot of things that were supposed to happen this year have not happened for me and they've created a lot of, let's say, additional levels of stress. And I didn't want something that's supposed to be recreational and entertaining to be another one. So that was not the case. So I'm very thankful and very happy. Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for that. Beyond that, you know, I'm... I'm really pleased that we're able to do this on, uh, you know, kind of like a regular basis and that we, you know, I think it's a successful league. We've, uh, we've talked about 17 years running and going. I'm, I'm very happy with, with everything that happened, all things considered, whether it's, you know, people sending an email, stuff like that, people posting a message board, people tweeting, all that kind of stuff is great. But like just people are, are definitely engaged and interested with a lot of other things in their lives. So again, I know this is kind of long-winded, but I just want to acknowledge that stuff because I think we talk a lot of shit about everybody in the league and each other, all in good fun. But at the same time, I think it's always important to to make sure that people know that that stuff is appreciated. So I think that's that's all I've got. And unless anybody else says something else, I'll, I'll well, you can take it home. Fuck 2020. Let's take it home, buddy. All right. This has been the championship week fantasy football scoop and poop all right show's over i'm tired happy new year folks scoop and poop fantasy podcast now available on itunes also email us at scoop and poop at gmail.com